This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by Edge Dairy Farmer Cooperative, the voice of milk in Congress with customers and in communities. Learn more at voiceofmilk.com. Good Monday afternoon. I'm Spencer Chase. The Department of Agriculture is reporting a fresh purchase of American soybeans by Chinese buyers, and analysts say more contracts should be on the way. In total, USDA announced today purchases of about 588,000 metric tons of U.S. soybeans in the upcoming marketing year, which begins in September. U.S. Soybean Export Council analyst John Bays said the country needs soybeans to feed its rebounding livestock sector. Bill Thompson has more in his story on agripulse.com. President Donald Trump signed executive orders over the weekend that will likely slow the development of more coronavirus aid legislation. The orders were signed after negotiations with Capitol Hill Democrats failed to reach a deal on a comprehensive aid package, including billions of new relief for producers. In short, Trump's signature restored some lapsed jobless benefits, suspended payroll taxes, and took a few other steps that were said to be on the table in aid negotiations. While the aid talks could still technically happen, neither side has announced a plan to convene more negotiations. Recent biofuel policy action could set the table for a key announcement in the next three months. AgriPulse's Ben Nully has more. Senator Chuck Grassley of Iowa says the clock is ticking for the Environmental Protection Agency to act on biofuel waivers. Grassley says the agency has 90 days to act on small refinery exemptions from the renewable fuel standard after receiving recommendations from the Department of Energy. DOE submitted their suggestions to EPA last week. Grassley argues the EPA doesn't have a good basis of giving waivers in the first place. In saying that, that there was no basis for the waivers, no, I can't go that far. But when one guy says, when we ask, how can you give a waiver in 2020 for something that happens back between uh, 2011 and 2015, and that person referred to it as a head-scratcher, The EPA has yet to decide on granting 85 pending small refinery exemptions in the RFS for the 2011 through 2019 compliance years. For AgriPulse, I'm Ben Nully. Finally today, a produce grower says she expects the shopping changes brought about by the coronavirus pandemic to have a lasting impact. Sarah Fry is the CEO of Fry Farms and the recipient of the United Fresh Women in Produce Award. She says many consumers could embrace new shopping technology going forward. Really what we're going to find coming out of this is that these new habits that we've adapted are here to stay. And not only are they here to stay, we're going to find ways to make how we shop and how we deliver food to people even more efficient. On matters of policy, she says labor is a top concern in her business. Labor for us has always been a challenge, and I would say it's our number one challenge, especially because where we started our specialty crop production really was in, in, here in the Midwest. So we, we you know, were not a border state, and we didn't really have access to the type of ag workforce that many other growers have. So if you're in, in California or if you're in Texas or even, even down in Florida, you have access to a much larger ag workforce population. She also says she was hoping for better market protections in the new U.S.-Mexico-Canada agreement. Nothing that ever gets done is going to be perfect, but I think that we probably also could have done a, a better job, especially on certain commodities coming out of the southeast, to negotiate a little better deal on market protections. So I would have liked to have seen market protections for melon growers 
built into that, you know, especially during that first domestic time period. But like I said, nothing's perfect, and, you know, we'll, we'll continue to just really try to get our message out direct to consumers, which is what we've been focused on at Fry. There's more from Fry, including her thoughts on women in agriculture, in this week's Open Mic on agripulse.com. Now, here's a word from our sponsor. Edge Dairy Farmer Cooperative provides dairy farmers throughout the Midwest with a powerful voice, the voice of milk, in Congress, with customers, and within their communities. Edge is one of the top cooperatives in the country based on milk volume. Learn how Edge empowers farmers and listen to our Dairy Stream podcast at voiceofmilk.com. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Spencer Chase.